Hi, I'm Melissa. Hi, I'm Kara, and you're listening to Cultivated Conversations. A space where we talk about life, family, work, where we're getting it right, and where we're getting it wrong. And what it means to live and purchase ethically in a fast-moving world. Grab a cup of coffee or a glass of wine, pull a seat up at the table, and know that wherever you are on your journey, you belong, and we are so glad you've joined us. Welcome to the podcast. Today on the show, we have my friend Elizabeth, and you'll notice as we get talking today, I am interviewing by myself. Melissa is in the Far East, traveling with her family and visiting family and visiting friends and having lots of fun at the beach. So, but I'm here in my kitchen with my friend Elizabeth, and we're going to talk about being moms, dressing our kids, minimalism, and how that helps us create space in our lives for more, and we're just going to have fun. So we were talking that it is a little odd for me being in my kitchen and not having Melissa here to help me interview, and for Elizabeth, this is her first podcast, so I'm excited. One of the things I want to do over the next few months is start bringing on uh, moms just to talk about life and kids and parenting and um, fashion and all of that and cultivating that intentionality in our lives, so... Elizabeth, will you tell us a little bit about your family, your kids, your husband, life? All right. Well, hi. Thanks for having me. I'm sort of pumped to be here because I've never been on a podcast before. So thank you. Okay. So about uh, you asked about my family. I have been married for almost 12 years and um, my kids are almost three and almost five. Everything is almost evidently (laughs) in my life right now. So it's Emery is almost three. Yeah, this and, month he turns three, and um, Claire is almost four. She's actually almost five. Oh, almost five. That's yeah, right. yeah. You're adorable. Thank you. Okay, well, tell us about mom life. What your life kind of looks like on a daily basis. And I know we've joked a little bit about dressing our kids and the uniqueness of bringing in their own ideas. Yes. And <laughs> yes. Well, one thing that I did that was a little bit different than the average person, even before my kids were born, was I chose not to find out their gender. Uh And I wanted to be, like, surprised on their birthday. And And both of them. Both of them. So um, I can remember when, um, now obviously now I know I have an older girl and a younger boy, but I can remember thinking, like actually offending people before my kids were born because they were like, well, we what if it's a girl? We want to buy her bows and dresses and stuff. And I was just like, I don't want all that extra stuff. Mm-hmm. Like I don't, um, don't want to have like 50 or 60 mm-hmm. bows to deal with, you know? And when they're little, I just was like, get them white onesies, you know, like that's cute. That's like, that's all they need. Yeah. And so from the beginning, it was interesting because I felt like I needed to push back against like tons and tons of kids stuff. Mm-hmm. And even with oh that goodness. feeling for both my kids and people being offended that I wouldn't <laughs> let them do that just because like you can't get like gender neutral bows these days, I guess. They don't exist, even even if they're blue or white. We used to be able to, but these <laughs> yes, days, yes, gender neutral yes, bows. I guess they're the. It's not in style anymore. Anyways, yeah. So I. That's a good entrepreneurial thing for someone to come up with. Yes, gender neutral bows. <laughs> it could be a thing. It might be. We're we're in Tulsa, Oklahoma, so the Midwest we get stuff late. You know, maybe in New York they already have them. I don't know. <laughs> on, on the coast they do, but here probably not yet. 
Anyways, so I just remember thinking, like, I want to do things a little bit differently because I don't want to get overwhelmed with stuff. Mm -hmm. I also, coupled with that, I'm used to working really, really hard. And I was working um, three or four 12-hour shifts up till a couple weeks before. Because you were a nurse? Yes. uh, Up to a couple weeks before my daughter was born. And, um, And also, like, I was used to having the house you know, trying to keep it really clean and organized and having kids was was like awesome anyways, but it really brought me to the point where I, the things that I said that I wanted, um, as far as like a clean house, not a ton of stuff. It just seems like I was sort of face faced with the reality that our culture doesn't really value that. No. And so I found myself getting overwhelmed because I was getting more and more stuff and more and more toys and more and more clothes. And I didn't mean to, but it just seems to happen. Like people give you stuff or you think, oh, I might need this. And um, I think a lot of a lot of things I started doing because um, if I'm honest, because I was afraid, like what if I run out or what if I don't have enough or what if what if, you know, that's and, a big thing. What yeah. if I need this later? Yes. And um, sometimes there was like, I have this thing that I do with myself. It's really weird. But like, I will um, think about doing something for my future self. Like, mm-hmm. and then now I'll think back and thank my past self. Uh-huh. <laughs> Not like my former life, but like me a few months ago or whatever. Like if I go. <laughs> thank you, Elizabeth, yes. two months ago for making that decision. Yes. Like for instance, baby wipes. Like I just feel like those are something that you probably I don't know. I always need a lot of, and I'm like, I don't want to run out of those, you know? And so if I have enough and I realize, oh my gosh, I bought another pack and I put it in the closet and I have it. I'm like, thank you (laughs) self for buying those when they were on sale like two months ago, because yes, you don't have to go like, you have like a horrible mess you need to clean up right now and you're good. But I hide them in the car. Yeah. I hide them in different places in the car. So (laughs) yes, yes. So, so anyways, there's things like that where I'm like, okay, I'm glad. And that was actually something that I needed and that's good to have if you mm-hmm. need it. But then there's so much other stuff that I realized I am holding on to this as a possibility mm-hmm. kind of need rather than for sure kind of need. And I had a, it, again, like I got to the point where I was just feeling so overwhelmed. I had too much stuff and I was brought to the end of my hard work. Like I couldn't work harder to control everything. Like the option would have been to like sleep less or something to keep everything in order the way you wanted it. Yeah. To keep up with all the laundry, all the toys, all the, all the dishes, even, even like all the groceries and stuff. And so, um, I kind of had, it wasn't like I came to one moment where I was like, oh, this is the shining (laughs) light moment where I realized everything. But I sort of started looking for what I could do to stop getting to that point where I had so much stuff that I had to take care of all the time. Mm -hmm. And I realized that like where I was spending my time was where I actually was valuing things, if that makes sense. So like I was valuing more some imagined future, not having problems in the future by keeping this stuff rather than actually being able to be free to enjoy the moment. Yeah. If that makes sense. 
So I started, uh, for example. So this is when you started moving into some more minimalist. Yes. Was this after Claire was born or after Emery or probably, last year? Or? Probably after, a year after Emery was born. So like a couple years ago, I started really doing the hard work, what I like to call the hard work, <laughs> and actually saying, okay, I'm saying I believe one thing, but how I'm living my life is completely different. Mm-hmm. And oh, uh, I do that all the time. I yeah. want a capsule wardrobe. I want a minimalist wardrobe. Oh, look at that dress. It's so <laughs> cute. I need it right now. <laughs> yeah. And um, and so I started like looking at what I was actually doing, looking at my behavior and saying, how does this reflect what I actually believe mm-hmm. instead of what I say I believe. Yeah. And so I realized I thought that the kids having tons of different toys would actually keep them more entertained. And so I realized I have all these toys. Some of them I'm keeping because I don't want to offend somebody else who gave it to me. Right. And the kids never, ever play with it. But I'm just like, it's cluttering up a corner because... I don't want to offend this one person who gave it to us, you know, or, um, so am I actually caring more about my kids having space to play and not being overwhelmed with all these toys? Or am I caring more about if another person might get offended if they come over? And I started realizing I was actually valuing other people more than my kids. Yeah. And, um, and even your own, like you and your self care. Yes. Listen, I actually just, Um, went through my closet and got rid of a bunch of stuff and I had been holding this shirt that my mom had given me from when she was a teenager and it's like it's like the cutest little hippie shirt like it's pink acrylic and it has like bell sleeves and it's like sort of short like where you would wear it it goes to your belly button Uh and it was because like their pants back then were like really really high yeah a crop top yes and so and it was like bell shaped too and so on me First of all, it was kind of acrylic and itchy. I couldn't mm-hmm. wear it anyways. And then my mom is just a more petite person than mm-hmm. me. After having kids, like my body's just not oh, yeah. the same. And I wouldn't, I don't, it didn't feel comfortable and I didn't want to wear it anyways, but I felt like, ah, I have to keep it because she gave it to me. And as I was going through my closet last week, I was like, ah, I just need to get rid of this, but I don't want to like throw it away. So I actually called my mom and I said, mom, you gave this to me when I was in high school and I just, I don't wear it anymore. And I felt like I was going to break her heart. And I was like, do you want it back or else I'll give it away? And she said, I don't even know what you're talking about. (laughs) And I just like see it. And she's like, yeah, I'll take it back. And it was like not even a big deal. I thought she was going to maybe get offended because I thought, I don't know, in my mind, it was like, oh, this heirloom from my mother, you know. (laughs) But she's like, oh, I remember that. Yeah, I'll keep it. I'll show my friend who like was, you know, she'll think it's funny, you know. And so, so that's like what happened and it like wasn't the end of the world and I was able to like get rid of it as long with like a ton of other stuff. Yeah. So tell me about that. Tell me about, you just cleaned out your closet. Yes. Just tell me about that. Do you do, a lot of people do like the donate, sell, throw away. Yes. Were you organized? I'm not that organized. Well, I, since I'm valuing minimalism, (laughs) I actually only had two piles. Oh, For me, minimalism means getting rid of things that I have and I hold on to that don't actually support uh, what I actually want. Okay. So it's not about having less. 
it's not about less or more or a lot or a little bit. It's uh-huh. actually about, um, I actually like the word that you guys have for your podcast, curating, uh-huh. actually selecting uh, the things that make you happy, the things that you actually need and use and the things that bring you joy and then letting go of everything else. Yeah. So whatever you feel obligated to keep or something that you just don't really like, but yeah. for whatever reason you feel like you need, or even like I w- we were talking about earlier, something that you're afraid of getting rid of if you might need it possibly right if something happens in the future like and I know that sounds dramatic but we all know like we all have those things oh, yeah. where it's like I haven't used this for four or five years and I just or even like a year like yeah I need to get rid of this that's what every season for me in my closet I feel like is a chance to go okay I wore that last year do I still like it do I need to donate it or we're going to a swap today do I need to send it to the swap yes I've been doing that for spring. Yes. And I'm really trying to do that. Like, I know we can talk about things, but for me, one thing that's really helped me with minimalism is actually looking at time as something. Like, Uh how am I using my time? And am I doing, am I creating um, habits or creating space in my life for the things that I actually want to do? So there's like different value systems. And for instance, one thing I realize about myself is that I'm afraid of, um, well, like a fear that drives me sometimes is like not having enough money. Oh, yeah. And so I will waste time trying to keep on, like hold on to something that I feel like I could sell mm-hmm. and then take a bunch of time putting it online or going to a store and then may they may or may not be taking it or I may sell, sell it online or not and I have to go drive to someone and all for like five or ten bucks maybe. Yeah. And I'm like, is four hours of my time really worth ten dollars? And I have to look at that and take a really hard look and be like, do you know what? I just need to either get rid of this or give it away. If it's good condition, I'm going to give it away. And if it's not, and I would be, you know, embarrassed to wear it right. myself for like, I would not look somebody in the eye to give it away. You know what I mean? Like, yes. I'm going to throw it away because... Yes. That's just what I need to do. So my closet, cleaning out my closet, I had a uh, giveaway pile and trash yeah. pile. And so I had two huge trash bags full of stuff. And like, I mean. How much was each? Like how much are you giving away? How much are you? I'm getting equal personal. Equal okay. bags. Oh, good. Yeah. But a lot of it was stuff from like five years ago that I was like, oh, again, this is one of those like fear based on like, oh, not having enough or I said fear of finances, but really it's like changing my mind from saying, where am I afraid of lack and where am I thinking like with abundance, like looking at things with abundance. Oh, I like that. I like, that's a good challenge. Where in my life, just sitting down, going, get yourself a cup of coffee yeah, and sitting and really thinking through. What areas of my life am I afraid of lack and where am I living in abundance? Yes. And it's so funny because the more like with, for me, minimalism is like a tool or a mindset that actually Mm -hmm. moves me towards abundance rather than lack. Yeah. And as I'm looking at my stuff that I'm holding on to or like I, I look at that and I think, okay, where am I afraid that I don't have abundance? So I'm holding on to a bunch of stuff just to have a bunch of stuff just in case when less would actually bring me more abundance as Mm. far as more um, emotional or psychological or spiritual or whatever, more, more of that abundance. I want more abundance of joy in my life. I Mm. want peace. Like I, I can open up my closet and I just feel peace now. Like (laughs) it's so weird, but it's true. Like before I'd be like, I could step a foot in 
be it, I just wanted to get out of there as soon as possible. And now I'm like, I can step in my closet and it doesn't repel me anymore. Yeah. And so in that way, I have abundance where I still have two huge trash bags less. Yeah. So it's that, that's what I meant about like, I say I believe in something, but what am I doing that actually reflects what I believe? So mm-hmm. uh, I feel like it's such an interesting opposite that we can be afraid of lack. And so we hold on to a bunch of stuff yeah. when actually we don't need all of that. And we can have... A lot. It's just switching, trading it out. So speaking of clothes in that manner, so how does that affect how you purchase clothes now? Yes, uh, that's a great question. I think since I actually have known you and Melissa, you guys have been a big influence on my life. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I'm new at a lot of uh, a lot of this, and so I. As I'm becoming more aware of where our clothes are made, where they come from, um, I. I'm really wanting to be more ethical in my purchasing. Not to be like, oh, I'm I'm ethical, but just actually say, you know what? Like, I want to live my life in an intentional way. And if my eyes are open to slave labor and unethical ways of producing, it's the same thing. Like, I don't want to have a ton of stuff made for cheap from the sweat and blood of somebody else who doesn't have, isn't fairly compensated. And so just because I have access to it doesn't necessarily mean that that's like the right thing for me to Mm do. Right. And so, but at the same time, I look at that and something that um, I know we've talked about before is like, how do you do that if you're not like madly wealthy? You know? Right. (laughs) Even though comparatively to the rest of the world, we are madly wealthy. Um, But how do I actually do this without breaking the bank, basically? And I don't remember um, where I heard this from, but someone once said the first step to an ethical wardrobe is actually taking good care of the stuff that you already own. Yeah. And so that's something that's been really a big deal for me. And I, not that I don't take care of it, but when like it, it kind of brings me to a point where if I'm going to have owned something, it needs to be something that I actually use and wear. Mm-hmm. And um, it actually brings me to a point where I build on that. Mm-hmm. So instead of just buying some cheap flashy trendy thing and then I, I then I bring it back home and I'm like oh my gosh the rest of my clothes aren't really like yeah. flashy or trendy and I need to like buy more stuff to like support this new thing I actually try to buy things that support what I already have and love if I'm getting rid of all the old stuff you know I love that so say that again I'm like the person that's like rewind that was really good <laughs> So you buy stuff that supports what you already have. I mean, that doesn't mean that you can't like, oh man, I love that new trend. That's, yeah. That has some lasting power. Yes. I'm going to get that like splurge a little bit. But yes. the chunk of what when you go out shopping or you're looking online, knowing what you already have is so important. Yes. Because you can be, yeah, you can be trendy. One thing that I really like to do is um, buy like jewelry or accessories because Mm -hmm. if you have like your regular stuff, but you have like one piece of fun jewelry or something trendy, like it's easier to stay on trend, I think. um, With accessories. With accessories. And by the way, I just, I know pom-poms are a thing right now. Yeah. I just can't do it. Like... I haven't gotten into it either. I just feel like, I don't know. I think, I I don't know. I'm about to be 35 and I love (laughs) like being fun and, but there's certain things where I'm like, I just can't wear a pom-pom without feeling like I'm trying to be four years old. And if I like a matchy matchy with my daughter, that's one thing and it's fun, you know? 
But, uh, like, I can't seriously go out wearing pom-poms. <laughs> like, I just... They may look cute on other people. Yeah. I'm with you. I can't do yes, it. Yes, go but for it. But that's really, for me, that's not my style. Yeah, it isn't? <laughs> <laughs> but I've seen, I mean, my friend Jacqueline that runs Trove, she has a few pieces that have pom-poms Yes, on I saw that pom-pom sweater. Yes, yes. Jacqueline can pull it off. Kara, not. <laughs> yes, yes. Actually, that's one thing I want to say, though. Like, I think I heard Melissa say this once. Uh, she said that. Um, you know how you say, oh, that's not me. Like, uh-huh. And it's like, well, it isn't you. It's a piece of jewelry. So <laughs> if you want to not be yourself for a day, you know, or a night, like, you can mix it up and not be you for a while. But um, it is nice to like be creative. And I, th- I think that's the point. Like if you can be creative with your accessories or even like your clothing, mm-hmm. you can take what you have right now and you don't need to buy something new every single season like or a whole new wardrobe which i don't personally know anybody who does that anyways but um i know people like go out and shop like a lot and i just don't have the budget for that but if i can be creative with what i have and even styling like Mm -hmm. how you style what you own like i've been seeing the front tuck coming back oh it is yeah yeah like okay that can make a completely different look you know what I mean and so mixing matching things like that um I will say like it doesn't you don't have to be yeah spending money on tons of money yeah and that's what I think too of like some trends that come in and you're like whoa I don't know if I can invest money in that trend or like sequences coming back for the spring Mm-hmm. I, I've been researching. Yeah. My I'm daughter gonna... is super excited about anything with sequins because she loves mermaids and it basically looks <laughs> like mermaid tail, which I'm like, okay, it's like a fish, but whatever, you know, like, or like fringe is coming in. Fringe yes. is a good example. I can because, handle fringe. See, but like for me, I look at pieces that have fringe on it and I'm like, okay, I'm not going to be able to wear that for a couple of years. I'm probably going to wear it this season and then I don't. I don't know how long I'm going to wear it. So, yeah. But accessories is where I would bring my fringe in. Let's see. What are some... Do you have like two or three practical tips for... We have a lot of listeners that are moms, and we have listeners that are not moms, but just general looking at your house or looking as you go to purchase things. What are some couple of tips that you have? First of all, one thing that's helped me is actually taking an inventory of the things in your life that are frustrating Hmm. um so not even an inventory of things you like but yeah start with the point of frustration because if you can look at what's frustrating you and say um like for instance my closet it was frustrating me and I didn't even want to go in there and sometimes you just have to take a good long sit and being like uncomfortable (laughs) And say, okay, what is bothering me? Like, what is... It reminds me of the princess and the pea. You know, like, what is the pea underneath all these mattresses that is actually causing the problem? And then we can actually take care of the problem. Mm -hmm. And so what is making you really frustrated on a regular basis? What is bothering you that you have to do over and over and over again that you would just rather never do again? Like, is it the laundry? Is it... The dishes. Yeah, the dishes. Is it picking up the kids' toys all the time? Is it Mm. whatever? Like, is it it that fight trying to get your kids dressed because they won't wear what you picked out or whatever? So, like, look at those things or even the things like, uh, yeah, just look at those things and say, what is actually the problem? And I think if you look at the areas in your life where you are frustrated and uncomfortable, 
you if you can't get to the point where you realize why you're doing it or why it's frustrating, then bring in your spouse, bring in a friend, somebody mm-hmm. with an outside perspective because really a lot of this is a lot of what we're doing on the surface is really just evidence of what's going on inside and the healthy healthier we are internally, the healthier the external yeah. is going to reflect that. So that's probably the first thing is just pay attention to what's bothering you and actually learn from it. Yeah. And then, um, and then ask what actually can I do practically now to reflect this, this value that I'm going to say that I'm going to hold on to. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Yeah. Okay. Wrapping up a couple questions about shopping. Yes. And brands. So what are a couple of brands that you are liking right now? Even if, like, I have ones that I'm just following and I dream of purchasing from them, but Mm -hmm. some ethical brands that you like. Well, I would say um, I'm learning different different brands. I'm still in the um, learning how to budget, as in I never have a budget for clothes. Uh And so, so far... Um, I have done, uh, I, I love Noonday. Mm-hmm. Um, Noonday I really, collection. yes. Like I really do have the clothes that I have and try to accessorize. I love mm-hmm. Noonday collection. Um, and then, uh, also I'm very like n- rebuilding my necessities. Uh-huh. I love packed apparel, uh-huh. which yeah. is like underwear and yeah. leggings and t-shirts and just basic stuff. And there's is such good quality, and that's actually um, the last thing I purchased. Right now, they have underwear uh, two pack for ten bucks. Ah. It, it's like they're they're simple, but they're super good quality. And um, the ones I get have like a tiny little lace edge, so they're still pretty. Uh-huh. And I'm I, sorry, that two for ten dollars is just like going to Target and buying their like five for twenty five, right? Yes. Yeah. Normally, pack- I need people to check my math. <laughs> approximately so like that's a good like when we're i like talking numbers in ethical Mm -hmm. purchasing because seeking out going and finding packed their two for ten underwear yes is the same which running down to target yeah and again it like they're normally two for twenty three dollars but they always are running specials and i feel like everybody is not in an underwear shortage, hopefully, you know, <laughs> so like you can wait a few months and plan for the sale. Yeah. And, um, so I, like one of the things that I got rid of was like a box of old underwear that I had been saving that I thought, Oh, maybe if I like, you know, lose the last yeah. 15 pounds, I will fit back into them. But I just had to let that go. I, you know, <laughs> so let anybody the out go. there with a box of old underwear, just let it go. You can and do it too. As someone who used to work at a nonprofit, um, here's my suggestion. Please don't donate that box. Of- yes. Did if, you donate If it? you cannot look don't. somebody in the eye, that's a practical tip for you and give it to them. But while making eye contact, do not donate it. I, I promise you. This is why I don't say the name where I used to work. Because if you donate to them, you're wonderful. We'd love you. But someone donated old... You know, the knee-high stockings, you know, we used to wear in like the 80s and 90s, like Mm -hmm. under your dresses that only go over your knee. A box of used knee-high stockings. What did you guys do with them? Well, we went down there. A few ladies from um, work went down to the warehouse and was just working one day and supporting that team. And we found this box and we looked at the supervisor and we said what are you doing with this box and he was like well i don't know but somebody might want it we were like no throw this away yeah (laughs) so um 
Yeah, sometimes they do that when you donate things that have holes in them. and Yeah, it actually ends up creating more work for the people who you're mm-hmm. trying to help, you know? Yeah, I like that. Make sure you can look them in the eye. <laughs> yes. You're going to donate them. Yes. So, okay, now your last, so your last purchase was underwear from yes, Pack. From Pack. Yes. Which I love because, and I want to get one of their sweatshirts. I'm not mm-hmm. really a sweatshirt person and we're going out of that season, but it's on my list. Well, they actually have a new um, all-weather light slouchy sweatshirt or whatever that's oh. supposed to be like four layering whenever. I you might it. look into that. Yeah, I'll put yeah. it on our notes. But what is something that you're looking forward to purchasing or you're like, man, I would love to get this if it comes into my budget? Well, honestly, I have been thinking about the swap today. Uh-huh. And I have an idea of like, again, my base, like what I normally wear. And so I don't have, I, I just am trying to be creative and I don't actually have like a piece that I'm looking forward to. Okay. Um, I do want to get um, a kimono. Yes, me too. Like the shorter one, not the super long one, because uh-huh. I feel like that, I mean, I don't know. It's it's they're, They look beautiful, but I just feel like I can't wear that on a regular basis mm-hmm. um, being a mom. I mean, I know some moms can pull it off and do yeah. all that, but I, I, I'm like, I don't wear heels really. Yeah. <laughs> unless they're like my boots. And that's and, good knowing like, what is my lifestyle? What yeah. can I wear? Yeah, what am I actually going to wear? And um, special occasions are different, but, you know, I want to buy one of those cute ones that's, like, layering over tanks or something mm-hmm. like that. And I don't know if there will be one there today. But I'm also trying to find um, some online. And actually, Trove, I think, has some coming up. Yeah, they said they're going to this but spring. They're not, I haven't seen it yet. I don't know. So I haven't seen any yet. So th- that they're kind of on my radar, but I don't know um, what they're going to look like or whatever. But, well, I'm that's an item that I don't know where I'm going to get it from. Yeah. But that's what I – it's a goal item. A cute kimono. Wear. Yeah, Short. because you can wear – because I have a lot of, like, plain tanks and I wear jeans. But I feel like that can really dress it up. Mm-hmm. Again, it's more of like an accessory piece. Right, right. Um, that I'm looking forward to. So, yeah. I love it. Awesome. Well, I think we got through it. Thank you so much, Elizabeth, for coming and talking. This is just an idea that I've had the last few weeks of, we want to talk to folks uh, like Jacqueline that are running Trove and that have been in this ethical world for a while. But I think most of our listeners are where you're at, like... We're just learning and we're trying to figure this out and trying to learn what our style is. And so talking to moms and ladies that are walking this road that we can connect with. And Well, thanks for having me. Yeah, this is fun. All right. Hey guys, thank you so much for listening to Cultivated Conversations today. We're a podcast of Cultivated Fashion. You will find us online at cultivated.fashion or on Instagram at Cultivated Fashion. We will be back in a few weeks talking about spring trends and how to bring them into your wardrobe ethically. If you have a moment, make sure to subscribe to the podcast and leave us a review. That would really help others find our podcasts. We'll see you in a few weeks.